Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and most likely a mimic or two. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. All right, with all that out of the way, let's buckle up and open a back window, because it's time to start the adventure. We're going with the Night Boys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus Podcast, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear, maybe see one day, but here for the most part. I, of course, well, yeah, hopefully people don't see us. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper. Uh, Without weird, awkward delays, let's go ahead and go around the table. Okay, here we go. Uh, Hey, I'm Will. I play Glyph Coldfront Kazidi. I rolled two D20s and got a (laughs) 9-9! I'm Liz, and I play Ohiana, the Tiefling Bard. Hello, my name is Preston, and I play Lucius Kane, the Azamar uh, warlock, a little bit off. Uh, hi, my name is Michelle Piper, and I play Kenneth, a.k.a. your daddy. Gosh. <laughs> Kenneth, your daddy queen? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Hi, I'm Will. Uh, I'm playing Aramir, uh, the Leonin Bloodhunter. That's one L. Oh, yeah. Two, yes. two. No, it's actually three L's. <laughs> <laughs> He's changed it again. He caught all the L's ever since he went to college. Oh. <laughs> My name is Matt, the Asian, and I am TBD, the monk. That's Can we get canceled for that if he Matt? says it? I mean, it's, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's fine. It's a bit reductive, but it's, um, it's fine. I'm Drew. I play Zeph, the uh, draconian mm-hmm. warlock, and I'm still wondering what Will's 9-9 thing was about. It's, oh, a, TV, uh, it's a TV reference. Oh, no, I know it was. I just don't think he I made so a He kicked us off with the Brooklyn 9-9 reference, so that's why oh, I jumped into it. I didn't yeah. hear his. It's okay. okay I love explaining jokes, yeah, my friends. No. Sorry. Okay, no well, what was yours? Do you want to do we'll explain it as we kick in the intro. We'll, we'll explain as we kick in the intro. So without further ado, let's jump into episode five of the Wild Magic School Bus. So, last time we were here, the group that was thrown together by Tides of Fate uh, had just finished a under-the-table contract uh, to locate some uh, unseedy characters, discover why they had attacked a transportation ship 
and to uh, suss out essentially who would hire them and why. Uh, they captured successfully uh, two of them, uh, letting one go and bringing the other to the portmaster who uh, was grateful, I guess, no. but also didn't want Not to be... Not at all grateful. I mean, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, nevertheless... Oh, where? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are ready for one of those? Disintegrate. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, the party soon thereafter parted ways to begin work on uh, some personal tasks. And I think, unless I'm missing something, that is where we pick up tonight. So. Time is going to get a little uh, elongated, as it were, right now. Uh, the span of about maybe five to eight days you all begin to kind of settle back into a semblance of day-to-day -day life, not really feeling like there's any reason to, you know, do anything else. You got your job, you got your money. What else is there? But for some reason, unbeknownst to the rest of you, each of you begin to experience something. And we'll find out what those are collectively. Starting with Lucian. Yes. Who? Lucius. Lucius. I'll get it right. <laughs> Lucius. Lucius. Call me Lucy. Oh, can we? No. I'm not calling anyone Lucy or Daddy in this group. Back to you, Lucian. Who? You're lost. Lucius Kane. Yes. You, uh finish a day's work of helping set up some tent poles. The circus decided to stay in town to try to drum up a bit more funds. The repairs on some of the caravans took uh, more than expected, so uh, they needed to drum up a little bit of money to continue on the repairs. So you set up one of your smaller tents and began to do some performances every other night. Generated a little bit of a crowd, uh, but most of them are blue-collar working folk, and so they go to bed at a decent time. So not a lot of people came for the night shows, but for what it's worth, it makes a little coin and helps out, but uh, you're, for the most part, relegated to lifting things and moving things, because you're tall, I think is probably the most apt description. One night, as you're finishing up, you kind of uh, walk a few paces away from the, the hubbub and the roar of the general noise that emanates from the tents and just kind of take a seat on the on a small rock the cold night air kind of blows through, the dust kind of kicking up. It's definitely not as grassy or alive as it was back home. Your thoughts begin to drift to home. To the doctor who wasn't a father figure, but as close to one as you could imagine. To where you were and how you came to be here. It's, it's been a crazy ride and you're not even quite sure where it's going to end. And as you're kind of sitting there thinking, you hear a voice. <sighs> Lost in thought. Yes. Tell me about them. 
Um, they were one of the most respectable people I ever knew. Go leaving from from home made me realize that a lot of people don't deserve respect nearly as much uh, as as these people. Um, they were kind. They were ridiculed and still helping the town. Um, they taught me a lot of things, and I'm grateful for it. I miss them a lot. It is good to remember, lest we lose what we hold most. I remember my family. I have a gift for you, Cain. And as this is going on, there is this like this gray smoke kind of pooling out of the coffin and kind of forming around your feet on the ground. And as it begins to recede, you watch it begins to hit the ground and collect into gray dust ash. And it kind of piles at your feet, and after a minute, the wind kicks up again and blows the dust away. Kind of setting in the dust. Something glints off the moonlight. <coughs> glints off the moonlight. Hey, there's something on the ground. Yes. For me? I know you just said that, but like, I'm, yes. kind of, I'm not used to getting gifts. Take it. Oh, okay. You reach down and pick it up. Do you uh, remember my birthday? <laughs> Do you remember your birthday? Is it your birthday? <laughs> I don't know when I was born, actually. <laughs> so honestly, you might hit on the head. I don't know. Um, picking it up, you can see it's an amulet. It's a silver chain, kind of holds this palm-sized symbol in it. Symbol of two dragons. One a bright, kind of silvery. The other kind of a dark, a darker gray. Both of them are kind of encircling. Their tails are woven together. Their bodies arching out and forming the top of a circle. Their necks bent backwards and going in to the center and fire emanating from their mouths begins to meet in the middle of the amulet where suspended in the middle is a thumb-sized red gem. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is kind of cool. What does it, it do? Put my like eye up to it. Uh, you can you can swear you almost see the the red kind of reflecting against the red and making almost like this fractal just like kaleidoscope of imagery. It's quite beautiful. Um, Man, this is so cool! Thanks. It doesn't even need to do anything. It's very pretty. I'm gonna stay on this forever. I put it on. Your promise to help me to give me what I truly need. I thank you. I cannot repay you with much, but what I have, I will give. There's just this slightest little from the 
gem as it flashes for a moment. I, uh, at this point, I put the coffin down, and I, I'm like, boom, <laughs> just like, like lands like way too heavy. <laughs> I am so sorry. I am so this sorry. This is alright. I, I was gonna go to give you like a hug or something. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hug the coffin. Yeah, I hug the coffin. And I'm like, thank you so much. I mean that. Is anyone around? <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> yeah, My red say, eye. Are there witnesses, please? Thirteen plus. We're level three. It doesn't change anything. Plus <laughs> <laughs> Plus five. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. No. Thank you so much. It's <laughs> a long pause. There, there. <laughs> feel cold, like, <laughs> cold hand just pat me on the back. <laughs> it's probably the wind, but yeah, making a cold hand. Alright. Um, but from this moment forward, the warlock known as Cain now has a pact with the talisman. Pact with the talisman? That place. Mm. Talisman. Nanya. Oh. So... <laughs> So, obviously, you know, multiple warlocks in here. It's a good teaching moment. Multiple warlocks in here. When you hit level three, you get your pact. You can pick from a couple different options. Preston has picked Pact of the Talisman, where he now has an amulet that aids him whenever he needs it. Oh. And that is his... Should I pick one? Should you pick a pact? Yeah. I mean, at some point, you probably should. Mm. So, Drew's going to be know. perpetually level two. Yeah, that just stays level two the entire time. No, I didn't. Just I didn't. bound by... Indecisive warlock. Bound by indecision. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't level up. Yeah, that's... You have nine <laughs> HP? <laughs> Is there anything else? Uh... Um, I think... I think uh, after being gifted something and being told that he's appreciated something that he didn't know was so valuable to him. Mm. He is walking around with like a new bit of confidence that like he's never, I'm very like into himself, but mm. now he's like not swaggering around, but definitely, definitely carrying himself like sure. chest forward. Yeah, you got that soldier boy swag. Does it make him know. more or less creepy? It makes him slightly more authoritative. Mm. So. Authoritative. So less creepy. creepy. Yeah. So like still creepy. <laughs> But, like, you have to listen to him. He's not, like, in the corner, like, a, the creepy advisor. Like, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> like, just eyes it's open. very presently creepy. Very, very a, lot of, a lot of presence. Forwardly sure. creepy. Yeah, he's, like, he's like the fates from Hercules uh, fighting yeah. over one okay. eye. Okay. I am I'm better at blinking. Yeah, I like that energy. That's, that's what I got for a long time. Better at blinking. There you go. I appreciate that. I love this <laughs> Yeah, I get a plus two to my charisma now because I can blink. <laughs> yes. No. Let's go. No. <laughs> hey, what feat did you take at level four? It's called blink. <laughs> Not the spell. Not the spell. Not the spell. Not the spell. <laughs> um, That's I can weird. Just do it now. What if all characters have to level up to blink? <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine the dry eyes? <laughs> Everyone that's on a PC cannot blink. Who next? Who's next? Alright, so that's what yeah, that's, uh, that's what you're going to do for those few days? Okay. Oh, few um, days? Uh, I would like to see, uh, try to look for a mod again, but that's it. Make a investigation check for me. Okay. Uh, three. You, E-mod is nowhere to be found. Thank goodness. Okay, cool. Um, at the end of this 
span of time. You are uh, setting, you're setting over by your tent. Uh, it's midday, you're getting a drink or something, whatever you want to be doing. Um, as you're kind of standing there, all of a sudden you hear the sound of this like rumbling and exclamations from like the oh, other people in the tent. Great other heavens. people in the, uh, in the <laughs> yeah. camp. Um, and you turn to see a, a dome, a little dome copper dome, I guess is what you do. And it's trundling through the dust and rocks <laughs> straight towards you. Oh, shit. Just slowly. And everyone's, like, looking out of the tent, just, like, looking it up and down, looking up at uh, you. Uh, it moves forward. It stops about three feet in front of you. I, I dive. I dive. It's a bomb. Boom. <laughs> you dive on top of it? Yeah. <laughs> you oh, land on you top of it. your Captain America test. The top continues to turn. Sets in. Oh. Oh. I, I'm, like. You stand up. I huddle over it. <laughs> Uh, as as you kind of like back up from it, you yeah. watch as inside there's about three lights, and they go, and they turn on, and they hit yeah. this little triangular crystal in the middle, and as it does, it shoots upward and creates a projection. Star Wars. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Hello. No, I only hope. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Because so cool. in an in. Reversing back in time, rewinding everything. <laughs> <laughs> Going back. Yep. Yep. That's really good. Every actually. time. Good job. Mm-hmm. Happy to help. Happy to help. TBD. Oh. Good old TBD. I have to ask the obvious question first. Did you pick a subclass? Uh, as of 10 minutes ago, yes. Okay. <laughs> No, it makes sense. I meant to choose that one anyway. Okay, so, what did yeah. you pick? Uh, the four elements one. Excellent. That's fine. Yeah, and we've we'll we'll continue with yeah more later. But that's a good Ooh, starting point. Yes. All right. What is TBD doing in this time? I'd imagine I'm kind of hanging around these guys, especially okay. Zeph, because he's the one Stick that with Zef. like okay. kind of rescued me. Sure, initially. easy enough. Easy enough to do. Yeah, so um, I don't have, like, in this area that we're in right now, I don't have anything that I'm necessarily trying to, like, No, no, not at all, absolutely. Um, easy enough to do. Uh, you're able to stick around them. Um, you know, you're provided with... Uh, He's not a- only a pet, but also emergency provisions. I don't like that. I don't think we can call him a pet, I don't like pet technically. <laughs> Okay, last time. Um, you're able to, you have a place to stay, you have a roof over your head at night, uh, but during the day, the day is pretty much your own. Um, you're able mm-hmm. to go out and just kind of explore and just kind of get a lay of the land. Um, one day as you're kind of up on top of uh, one of the roofs near the uh, airship docks, you're kind of setting and listening to the sound of like the repetitive drone of machines and tools being used on large metal and wood hulls. Uh, the quiet just kind of blowing past you as the wind kind of picks up. It's late afternoon. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty nice day. You kind of close your eyes and begin to just kind of fall back into yourself. And you, uh, you find yourself falling back into a memory where you're sitting with about a dozen other uh, young ones, all kind of sitting cross-legged, sitting in front of uh, the master, who's 
kind of instructing you all and kind of teaching you all and their uh you can you can hear them in their lesson remember the key the energy that flows in and through all of you will manifest itself in some to give you strength beyond that of mortal men for others will bind you to the shadows and make you a living phantom and for others well yes you'll have to wait and find out the key is not to anticipate what it will be or how it will manifest the key is to let it flow through you to allow the changes to come as they may who knows the energy of key living in each and every one of you is unique just as every one of you each and every one of you are unique mind that well young ones and one day you will all be great members of our order and they kind of bow and everyone bows body sensei and you kind of open your eyes again and it's at this point you just begin to feel the noise has died away but something stayed the heat from the sun is now prickling against your skin you can feel it almost like it's in like coursing through your body not just on top of it the wind is kind of blowing against your hair and you can feel it blowing around you but also almost through you now the sweat from the hot day is kind of dripping down your face but it's almost it's no longer on you but now a part of you and the earth beneath your feet the sound of the the world around you becomes a a vibration that you can now feel as well as touch almost And as you're kind of in this moment beginning to feel just all of these elements kind of coursing around you, there's a flash of pain. You have to look down at your hand. It hasn't burned this much in a while. You close your fist, trying to ward off the pain like the master instructed. But you have a feeling over the next few days you've got some more meditation to do. I think you're on the brink of something. You are now a monk of the four elements. Nice. Um, is there anything else uh, TBD would do in this time? Um, other than tag along to some of the stuff they're doing, like sure. I said before, yeah. probably gonna be um, fun. Just practicing some of my strikes and. Uh, yeah, practicing those Absolutely. things. So Channeling I would assume it's kind of like a an Ip Man thing where he has like that wooden thing where he's trying yeah, to like... Yeah, absolutely. Easy enough to do. Yep. Okay. Next victim. Kenneth. Yep. And the days... Uh, the days after thing. that... Uh, <laughs> the days after... The boat incident and the, the the bandits and the trappers and all that stuff go by relatively smoothly. You quickly find uh, 
you quickly find Orwell, uh, who, once you find him, you know, you kind of explain to him all that happened and tell him about it. And he seems very interested. Um, then one night as you guys are having dinner and you're repeating one of your stories, Orwell kind of sets his mug down. Well, seems to me like you have learned a lot. Instructions have paid off. Sure did, yep. Mm-hmm. Tell me, as he kind of leans back in his chair. What is it you want to do now? Well, I think I'd like to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, maybe keep learning a little bit more from you. I mean, mon- monsters seem like they pay pretty well. I <laughs> uh, do. I guess more of that. That's what we're needing, right? Kenneth, I'm... I'm impressed. I know you talk about how your aunt and I have taught you much, but there are times where I feel even I learn a thing or two from you. (laughs) Shucks. I know you want to take care of your family. To live each day with courage. Take pride in what you do. These are all good attributes. Keep them close. I'll try my best. I know you will. Which is why I brought you here. And he kind of sets a small scroll on the table. Nods to it. I'll unwrap it. I'll take a look. Uh, it's a contract. Do I have to read the terms and conditions? Maybe just read the name. And he kind of gestures to the bottom of the page. You read the name at the bottom for who the contract is made out to. Kenneth Quinn. Well, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is your first monster contract. Uh, you and Monster Hunter. Do well on this, and you will earn the title of Monster Slayer. We get to go fight monsters. I'll try my best. I will. I know. It takes a f- drink of his thing. It's some rest. You have an early morning tomorrow. It stands up and... Got anything I could study in the meantime? You just tapped your brain right there. (laughs) (laughs) She hands you Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Hmm. I'll see you in the morning. Turns around and goes up the stairs. Uh, do Do you sleep at all that night? Uh, I imagine I'm pretty giddy. Um, <laughs> also, I'm like, I'm thinking, like, 
I'm maybe trying to rebrand. No, <laughs> no, like. What do painters have to do? I'm then? trying to look out at like people in the streets and right. try to like hone my skills. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like just by looking at uh, individuals walking by to see like. Does that one walk with a limp? I mm-hmm. wonder why. Like, where does that source come from? Is it a hip? Is it a mm-hmm. knee kind of thing? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, inspecting and, like, watching body language. Okay. Good to know. I will try to get a little bit of sleep. The morning comes not as restful as it usually is. Uh, but with Uncle Orwell in a, as he calls it, observing uh, position, you set out for the fields of the Brasslands takes you guys about three to four hours of walking to where you get to any semblance of a place that is noted on the contract. Um, this is your first monster hunt. So, we're not going to role play this entire monster hunt because yeah. I don't want to take up too much time and we got more stuff to get to. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this. Uh-huh. You can roll a d20. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. High Variant. You can Ooh. roll High Variant d20. Mm. Um, Why not both? Do it. High variant, I guess. Oh, I yes. I, I mean, you have to, right? You yeah. have to. You yeah. have to. On the high so variant. You, have three, you don't take him up on every All three colors coming down offering. to you. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't, no, you can touch the box. Just don't touch I'm the box. Okay. Go ahead and roll. I'm scared. You're doing great. You got this. Everybody's hovering their trays oh, by no. me. The tray's not flat. No, it's not flat. It's going to clock. Okay, okay. Which one? I'm scared. Okay. Yes. No, it's happening. The 17. Nice. nice. There you go. Very nice. You did it. You are instructed <laughs> for a total of 20. No. <laughs> Thank you very much. Dang it, Crandon. <laughs> you are tasked with hunting a lion. And successfully. <laughs> she kills Will. <laughs> no. Successfully. You take it down. I'm picking flowers. I'll make a new character. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. Uh, you bring it back. You bring it back to camp. Uncle Orwell nods as you come back in. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't need my help. I mean, I guess not. <laughs> He's still talking. Save. <laughs> Good job. And as he as he's talking, he's Kill kind of me. working on something. He finishes uh, he finishes it up and goes over to the lion, messes with it for a second, comes back. If you brings, look right there, you can see where where I got him. I see. That's not bad, right? That's it's a good, good. shot. I, mm. He walks over to you and hands you a silver chain with the tooth on it. Oh, sick! I was gonna ask for that anyway, so I'm glad you went ahead and did that. You are a slayer now. Wear it with pride. That's a pretty sick keychain. It is a... No rabbit's foot. It's a, it's a pendant, but you, it's fine. That's pretty sick. It's, it's, there you go. Pandant. Pandant. All right. Let's clean this up and get our gold for this. And as you guys finish that up, you bring it back to town. You are paid in full. Contract complete. As you're heading back to the tavern, or the inn that you guys have been staying at, uh, you can see... Like you can hear some commotion from the inside of it and as you guys kind of step in, you can see people are like moving to the sides of the stairs that go up to the top and somebody is like falling down the stairs 
Hey man, the and they hit the way ground. To get down the stairs is to fall. Come and on. as he like puts his head up, it's immediately <laughs> flattened again by this little copper dome that like <laughs> rolls over its head and like rolls oh. over <laughs> and stops three feet in front well, of you. Smush his head. It's fine. It was. It, he's, he's like, oh god. Like, oh, he just okay. gets like it's fine. He's an NPC. It's an NPC. Like, oh, well, he's not like crushed. He's not crushed to death. He just got run over. Imagine BB-8 just rolling over you. You know what's the name? BB-8 that weighs seven hundred pounds. Guy that we really like. Like a slightly larger Roomba. Except for oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's dome shaped, not flat. Uh, it rolls over you, stops Sim. three feet in front of you. Sim. Sim. I miss him. Me too. Our projection appears in front of you. Oh, nice. Going back in time. We move to the next character. You do the Ace Ventura thing where you say that all backwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Oh, Let's see that in slow motion. <laughs> um, I love when he does that in the where he like says it again. And, yeah, that's great. Um, that's what you slipped in. That's what was on your shoe. Zeph. Right. Do your worst. What are you doing in these few days? Um. Well. Other than your. Your job, obviously. Babysitting. No. No. Guarding the door. Well, well actually, <laughs> I'm not going to say it with this voice. This hurts. Um, well, we've actually <laughs> found out. <laughs> wow. Um, Swing. We've we've actually found out that we the the door is fine. Mm-hmm. It's got it's it's being guarded. Okay, excellent. And it can guard itself weirdly. Some doors just stay locked. Yeah, that's strange. And we are. I think it's those two guys, that, the two city guards that we sent over there. They just stayed Still. and like nobody. Like, it nobody was their calling in life was yeah. side doors exclusively. No, that's not. What <laughs> no, they're gone. Okay, <laughs> but uh, anyway, the, the the powers that be feel that um or what's her name? Scratch. Scratch. Yeah, yeah. Sergeant Scratch. Sergeant Scratch has decided that um we we. You know, can have like some time off, so we have a few days of of respite. Um, yeah, I believe their words were, "Yes, please, don't ever bother, don't bother me for a few days." Right, right, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We and asked we were, for some we time off, and yeah. they said, "Please don't ever speak to me again." <laughs> yeah, we're like, "Are you sure? Like, what are you, are you gonna be? Who's gonna guard the doors?" <laughs> and I'm sure I'll off. figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're hanging with our with our new friend, uh, Beatty. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to take in the uh, the circus now that we found sure. out that the circus is actually going to perform. Absolutely. Now, what's it like there? What's our show like? Oh goodness! So it is. It's not as it's not a three ring. It's just a one ring circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is. It was phenomenal. There were there were these uh, these tieflings with these like long hair, with these long like strips of uh, like cloth tied to their horns mm-hmm. and they did these like acrobatics but mm-hmm. they didn't use their hands. So their horns were like spinning them. They're like, spinning around like their horns are keeping them up. It's crazy. <laughs> I like it. Um, there was one, uh, there was a magician. A, looks like a, maybe like a halfling or a gnomish gentleman who did all kinds of magic tricks, produced uh, beautiful lights, uh, Conjured animals out of thin air for some mean? reason. Uh, the Mandra. Drew Carey. No. No. The um. The I'm, I blanked on the name. I the blanked on what he's called. The magician that runs with Ohiana's uh, circus is called Bumjeeks Bumbox. Uh, Bumjeeks Bumbox. <laughs> Bumjeeks. Bum-jeeks. 
Bumjeeks Bumbox. Bumjeeks Bumbox. Bumjeeks. When Christians get married, that Bumjeeks Bumbox. We just bumming everything until we figure it out. Uh, but he calls himself the Great Bumbox, is what he calls himself. Um, uh, what is, how did, what's his voice like? Ladies and gentlemen, no. he's a gnome. Yeah, he's, he's a little. What, so gnome gnomes sort? have to be like okay? Yes, gnomes have to be high pitched and obnoxious. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the great bumbo. It's like that. That's what he would sound like if he didn't use prestidigitation uh, every night. Yeah. Much like the Dumbledore wand, he uh-huh. can just his voice is very like booming and like yeah, yeah that like that like uh, let's get rid of Rumble guy this sound. Is like the NBA Jam voice. Yes, uh, but when he's, he's not, up. yeah, that's what he yeah, sounds yeah, like at night. But like game. just when he's like when people go to shake his hand, he's just like ah, thank Boom, you very much. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Nice. Bubjik's great guy. Um, yeah, so he did some magic. Uh, there was a there was some trapeze work by mm. some mm. air genasi, which is beautiful because like these colored winds or air kind of like flowed by, almost like uh, when jets have like the contrails that are like mm-hmm. colored. Mm-hmm. Oh. Same kind of a thing oh, with yeah. the air genasi. It was beautiful. There was uh, and the the show itself wasn't the only thing before and after the show there's all kinds of you can't drink my tea there's all kinds of um (laughs) try to drink my tea stop it there is a for the record yeah yeah, for rabbit in case anyone's wondering there's a rabbit trying to drink my tea right now so too thick um, before and after the show, there was all kinds of like small side shows and all kinds of great things that are happening before the main stage happens. It's beautiful. Um, <clears throat> what 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 did Preston and Liz's characters do? So uh, I almost called it Lucius Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, you're gonna get it. Lucius Kane uh, is part of a menagerie of like sideshow characters. So like the the bearded lady, the uh, the the albino dragonborn, the the tall dark coffin box, the coffin man. boy, coffin, coffin boy, box pasty man. Yeah, whatever they're called, they don't, they can come up with their own names, but they're like a menagerie of just like strange, intricate, exotic uh, people. Cool. She hangs out. Uh, can, I, can I do something? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. You see me uh, climb on walls. Spider climb. Yeah. I just, I was like, this is yeah. like I'm creepy. I'm Absolutely. like, I gotta do it. I gotta Absolutely. do it. Do all warlocks have to have spider climb? I think so. I think it's required. I have spider. That's I what I chose too. I spider climb once, and I used it once, and I was like, this isn't useful for any other scenario, so I got rid of it. Bro, it is useful for a lot of scenarios. Um, in a circus, you just gotta have the right mind. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, Okiana does um, <laughs> stand up comedy. No, she does illustrated storytelling. She does. She tells stories, Ooh. but. In a very, uh, in a very, it like, draws you into the point where it's, you almost feel like you yourself are the characters. It's very, mm-hmm. very well done. Very well done. One night, as you are uh, hanging out at the barracks, uh, TBD is sleeping soundly in the bunk above you. Uh, so Glyph, Glyph <laughs> is. Uh, it's a room full of 20 bunks. Glyph is uh, <laughs> Glyph is not there tonight. He's busy working on something, as we'll get to in a Whoa. moment. Doing it, getting done. You are beginning to fall asleep, but as you are, you're kind of like leaned, almost like in a reclined position. And you're as your eyes are closing, you're kind of your eyes are just kind of scanning over all the runes that are drawn onto your skin. 
there's this moment where you close your eyes and wake up again. You know you're dreaming because this isn't real, but it's a memory, a dream of you're back in the laboratory. You're the only one there right now because everyone else is busy doing stuff, but... uh, Give me a second. Uh, Emeraldi is there as well. And they're sitting there kind of furiously writing down some stuff before leaning back. (sighs) Yeah. What do you think, Griff? Ziff? I like them. You do? Yeah, they're great. Oh, it's um, wonderful. Do they work? Do you find yourself? Ziff. Make an arcana check. Okay. <laughs> nope. What'd you roll? Five. Five. Uh, you kind of sit there and concentrate, looking at these runes in your arms. You and they flash for a moment, but nothing happens. No, no, no. So I you, guess they don't work. <laughs> Emeraldi comes over and sits down in front of you. Listen, Zef, it is not. Do it. It comes from your mind. You think it has. You think what you want. Just like, and he kind of like looks you in the eye and he goes, just like when you think your feelings. Yes? Yeah, I make pictures. You make the pictures. Make the pictures with your mind. Then. Same process? Exactly the same. Try again. All right. Do you have inspiration? You, you have advantage. Okay. You also have inspiration. You do have that inspiration. You can roll again if you want. Oh. Ooh. Sweet. Well, what would that be? So that's a 15. 15. 15? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to do? Uh. I think... Let's see. What would he be trying to do in that first instance? <sighs> let's do this. Yeah. What weapon would you conjure? Okay. So, weapon. Sure. Um... I think just a pair of daggers. He would just summon. You a watch dagger in each as the runes appear, and the scales that they're written on begin to slowly begin to shift up your arm, twisting and turning in patterns before appearing in your hands. Two daggers. Nice, glowing in runes, and made of dragon scale. Like a sexier Legolas. I love it. This is great. Emerald just kind of sits back. It works. This is good. Yes, it's good. Slaps you on the back. <laughs> that was a trial run? Yes, all of this is a trial. It is good, Zef. No. This is good. We are making progress, yes. Yeah. One day they will learn. Yeah, we'll show them. We will. You're going to have to tell me what we're going to show them in some <laughs> One day. My comrade, one day we will show them. Now, on to the next project. Yes, come, come. And you kind of wake up from that dream. And you look down at your hands. 
and you watch as two daggers slowly begin to recede back into your arms. Sick! You have now become Pat of the Blade. But you, you summon them with your hands on the top bunk and you just killed two. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I need your roll damage because he's probably yeah. dead. <laughs> um, there's no way that Zeph could even put a scratch on TBD. That's fair. No, you're proven fine. that TBD is the superior. I'm just going to yeah. start pronouncing it Tabidi <laughs> and say that's his name. That's cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it just becomes his name is Tabidi. Wow. Can't make anything else to call you. Just going to yeah. call you Tabidi. That would be funny. Okay. It's happening, so... Uh, Do we want... Two things. Um, have we described uh, uh, Emeraldi for the people listening? Do they know what, who, what he looks like? Or we're going to keep it... Do you want me to describe I what he looks like? describe him, yeah. So, mountain of a man. Dark skin, almost... Almost brown, like olive brown in nature. Uh, he had long... Uh, long white hair that always was kind of pulled back and like tight against the uh, his head. A cap kind of kept it all in place, a little like metal cap that kept it back there. Wide-shouldered man, large, kind of like m- meaty hands. Not very tall though. He's average height. This big old bushy kind of white beard, always kept like locked with a small kind of like metal, metal, almost like gauntlet that kind of kept it in place kind of like a uh, don't know what to call it a bracer a bracer kind of like because it was long it almost went down to his belly but he kept it all tied up here so it like locked just underneath his under his jaw um piercing green eyes the deepest green you've ever seen um always had a reason to laugh always always had a reason to you know crack a joke or crack a smile and absolutely adored what he did with you all. Yeah, that sounds right. Cool. The other a little thing. bit of a belly. There's a little bit, but it was mostly. Like I said he wore the yeah. the apron most of the time, and so it was. But he was. Yeah. And do you want to describe the function of the the blades, or are we gonna leave that? So essentially, pack to the blade means that you can summon your eldritch weapon. Uh, mm-hmm. The the wording says you can summon any weapon you choose every time you summon it. So given that your weapon becomes a runic scaled whatever you conjure it as. So the runes on your arms supply the material Mm -hmm. and the weapon becomes a part of you. It's not going to be purely made of scale. Depending on the weapon, sometimes other parts of it will be made of psychic energy because you are a psychic warlock. Um, But for the most part, imagine your... Because you are burnished uh, brass, Mm -hmm. I believe. So think of like burnished brass parts to weapons depending on whatever weapon it is. Sweet. So there you go. Oh yeah. Alright. Uh you Tabidi, check this out. What do you summon? Nothing. I'm just you can summon whatever you want. He's still asleep. Uh, Yeah, I just like summon a cup a fork? Two forks. (laughs) Just like I just pop up. What do you think? Not a fork, not a spoon, but something else. A spoon. Oh, never mind. Go back to sleep. When you wake up in the morning, you hear this. At the door. At the door. 
you want a rap? Do you want a rap sound? No, it's like a thud. Okay. I didn't want to like. I didn't want to do like a knock. It's like a thudding noise. Oh, okay, okay. Do you open the door? Timini, get that, would you? Okay. So I hop down from the top bunk, mm-hmm. but rather than slamming down really hard, I kind of slowly <laughs> hit the ground. Yep. Air kind of buffets you. Not even the ground. It's kind of yep. like airbender. Like, yep. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then I go and I open the open door. the door. Uh, there is a tiny little brass dome setting just outside the door. Outside it? They're Daleks. <laughs> a projection appears in front of the two of you. We'll get back to it. <laughs> Glyph. More like, yep, here we go. Mm-hmm. You are going about your duties, just patrolling the roads. You have a few days off, but Justice never sleeps. Anyways, <laughs> it's just what people say. Snoozes, but yeah. snoozes. Really it takes a couple naps. Yeah. Uh, Justice just took a quick nap in the sun and is now back to hugging <laughs> across the street. <laughs> yep. Uh, you see a couple of uh, small, kind of rodent-like creatures, kind of scurrying away from an alley as you walk by, and you hear the sound of something. <coughs> Smoker. Yep. I don't know how to deal with him. All right. Prepare around the corner and chest eyes. Uh, you see on the ground, beaten to basically a little tiny dragon pulp, is a kobold. This kind of gray scales are oh, kind of. Chest eyes, that. <laughs> uh, they're, his gray scales have kind of turned a purplish color from the bruising underneath. And there's like a giant scar across, like from the neck down, from like. <laughs> something attacking it and one of its one of the hands is like kind of nubbed at this point from being chewed off uh, but you what? immediately recognize it yeah. it's pothole it's friggin pothole I run over and I you know stabilize him give him a little cure wounds just to mm-hmm. prevent him from absolutely dying right here on the side of the road yeah. and I just ask him like hey mate what what's going on uh, it's <coughs> ah glaive <laughs> pleasure to see you mate um, well, life of the life of the underground kobold is uh, not not great. Um, got in a little bit of trouble, as you can see. Um, been beat up. Probably should retire at this point, right? I mean, <laughs> you know how it goes. It's not really much retirement in this job, but you should probably take a couple of days and snooze. Ah, I'm done, mate. Done scaring underground. Done trying to find, you know. The next question, the next thing. You know how many times I tried to find illicit affairs from the higher-ups? Listen, there's one lady and she asked you three times. Well, she was very persistent about it, so I tried to, like, figure it out. (laughs) Didn't work very well. (laughs) That's fine. Well, among other things, but, you know. I appreciate you trying to save me, but I think there's much left of me saving, mate. You'd probably just leave me here to get chewed up by the reds. Like I have like a, a moment in my head uh, where Tom kind of stops. I'm like, all right, well, I could let my friend die here on the side of the road uh, and give him a proper lizard burial where I just mm-hmm. you know set him on fire and leave him on a rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or I mean, I don't know. Like a few thoughts running through my head of you know seeing some some mech stuff lately. A few things going on. As you're thinking about this, when he says you might as well just leave me here, there's a moment where you have a flashback to where you're standing 
you're standing in a mining town. A couple of your siblings are off doing something, and you and uh, Emeraldi are standing in the town looking down, and there's a beaten up lizard folk got robbed, got mugged, and just bloody and bruised, probably close to death. And you're saying the same thing. It's like, probably just leaving me. And you see Emerald just kind of shake their head. Mm. No. You see Glyph? And he kind of puts a giant arm on your shoulder. Everyone is worth saving. Everyone. From the biggest to the smallest. And he kind of reaches down and picks up the smaller lizard folk. They're smaller than you, but very thin and just kind of some of the scales are starting to fall off. It's, we will help them. That is our job, yes? We protect, we help. Yeah, I guess so. Good. And he puts an arm on your shoulder again. And you will help me. Come. And you spend the next few days helping rehabilitate this creature, supplying it, helping Emeraldi create and design some ways to help keep them alive and stabilize them. There was a moment where he had talked about, you know, preserving them in some other form, but decided it was too risky, and all of a sudden the light bulb goes off in your head, and you're... Wait a minute. Okay, cool, yeah, uh... So, no, mate, you're not gonna die. Instead, uh, you're gonna be with me, you're gonna be above ground forever, I'm gonna take care of this, I'm gonna go pick him up. <coughs> And uh, I also gentle mic, gentle mic. Yep, uh, super ginger. Cause that's yep. you know, uh, I'm gonna take him back to the warehouse. And as we're walking back, I'm like, you know, you may have thought you were all alone, and you say, Glyph, all those times where there was just one pair of feet in the sand, why'd you leave me alone? And I say, mate, no, no, all those times, mate, that's why I carried you. I'll just take him back to the warehouse. That was smoking beautiful, mate. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yep, I'm gonna take him back uh, to the warehouse we were at a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I know there's a lot of stuff there, and I might be able to mm. uh, hodgepodge or assemble, uh, you know, given this fresh revitalization of knowledge, mm. uh, do something for my mate, and I'm going to spend the whole time down there building something. Now, you know that the hideout that was down there completely devoid of anything. The trappers made sure of that, made quick work. There is nothing down the there. So much. Um, but... The warehouse above does seem to have some materials and things. Uh, and it takes you a little bit of time. You expand a little bit. You kind of like go to other places to get stuff. You don't go to the upcycler. That There's nothing there that will be useful to you at all. Wow, um, what with egg cartons? Huh. <laughs> uh, so many egg cartons. <laughs> so weird. Uh, but you do go ahead and what? roll Man, a... Go make a detailing trick using your intelligence and your proficiency for me. Okie dokie. Mm. Uh-huh. No, 15. 15? Although I do have the inspiration from I don't know what. You got inspiration from the one shot. I'll let you use it. Why not? Why not? That was worse. <laughs> no, 15. Yeah. No, 15 is good. 15 is what you need. Same with his. Um, yes. You spend yes. about four days working tirelessly, day and night, and finally it is done. So, do you want to go ahead and explain what it is they see standing before Oh, yeah, them? yeah. So, chills. so yeah. basically... Uh, I've chosen the Battlesmith archetype, and what I've built is known as a Steel Defender, and what you see is, like, it's roughly about five feet tall, but it's more or less a back-to-tank, so picture rectangle with uh, arms and legs, and inside of this rectangle there is 
uh, a stabilized and conscious awake uh, oh. pothole. And is he happy? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, he's never known such a good life. Yeah, no. So he's fully above ground now, uh, and communication-wise, uh, every once in a while you'll see like he's got a little something like on his throat that lights up, uh, similar to our glyphs. And there's one on my throat as well, on the side of it. So that's how he and I communicate. And so now he is just one of us. He Wait, is my steel defender. That so, so, hold on. So, so, that is so sick. Battlesmith, you created a cyborg? Yes. I mean, yes. picture oh. essentially something Can very much like this. So is there room for you in there? <laughs> no, no, no. It's literally like just big, bigger it. than him. It's, it's your hunkula servant. It's more or less my homunculus <laughs> servant, except it's... So the tank itself is Oh, that's a good way to bypass aut automaton laws. Good job. Yeah, well, that's that's the it's thought. It's like, no, it's, yeah, if they're like, oh, that's an automaton. Like, no, no, no. He's right there. And then, he, you know, he makes his bubbles, and he's like, no, no, I exist. So it's like, this is the only way I could save my friend How do we was to put him, him in. Uh, I got it. Once a day, just a few in the top, and he just swims right up to it. <laughs> Yeah. I can't forget, or else he gets pissed and won't really. Is it like? Is that a nutrient bath? He's actually inside of. More, just something more or less, because cure wounds. Uh, I like to think in this context only stabilized him mm -hmm. and couldn't like regenerate him, mm -hmm. as it were. Also, the trappers are on your ass for using cure wounds. Yeah, a bunch of <laughs> bitches. Sorry, PG thirteen. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, so like, I found a way to kind of almost imbibe cure wounds mm -hmm. into some sort of solution. Yeah. So that's what he like lives nice. in because he can't live. You know, he would have died on the outside, mm -hmm. and he's never seen the above ground world. So it's like, nope. Your last few years, you're gonna walk with us and do whatever. Yeah. And he's got a big shield on his back because his AC is 15, and I sometimes use him as a barricade. <laughs> so. Yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, so you bring him, you bring him out after the work is done, and he's following along with you, and you know, basically, so. If anybody were to listen, what they would hear is just almost the sound of a water cooler. Just like... Uh, <laughs> it's like that one... Knocked my mic over. I caught it before it fell. If there was a sound, I thought Similar to, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Futurama or what? Just like... <laughs> but what's funny is that he seems to understand it just fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everyone just hears like a water cooler sound. Uh, but basically what Pondle tells you at the end of this is like... Mike, you don't understand. This is been... It's like a dream come true. I, I was left for dead, and you gave me a second chance. Well, you know, I mean, it's kind of like a... Not to use a slur, as it were, but us lizards, we kind of got to stick together. So, you know, you, me, Ziff, and right. our, our new son, Tabidi, we're going to see what we can do. Right. I will. I, I swear, with all this left in me and this weird mechanical body you've given me, I will protect you. And Tahiti. <laughs> all the way there and back. <laughs> Tahiti. Um, <laughs> but as you guys are heading back uh, one morning after going out and kind of like testing out all this stuff to make sure everything's working and everything's going to go and you're kind of getting the nuances down of the Steel Defender, uh, you can see uh, rolling towards you guys is this tiny little dome kind of like just across the cobblestone just like bumping and it stops about three feet in front of you and immediately Pothole kind of stands in front of it. <laughs> Puts his arms up. Yeah, we do like the SWAT team style where uh, like I have a hand on the shoulder yep, and the rifle above yep. and he's in front nice. of the shield. Just like just ready to go. Mm. Um, it stops about three feet in front of you guys. You got, I'm not going to touch it. I'm, I'm not going to touch it. Okay. And I just like, <laughs> As you step around. around. 
<clears throat> and a projection appears. Okay, cool. <laughs> Turret comes up. Thought it was a bomb. <laughs> Explodes. <laughs> you feel oh, yeah. Captain America. <laughs> do you do anything in this time that is of import? Or export? Mm. <laughs> no, I think she mostly um, hangs out around the, the circus. Okay. You know, doing performances, honing her skills, etc. Uh, after one night of work, you everyone's kind of closing up for the night and everything. Uh, Dimitri is thanking some patrons for stopping by and kind of walks up to you as you're kind of rolling up some stuff and kind of taps you on the shoulder and says, It was good tonight. Come find me in my tent when you're done. And I go head off. Um, you spend a couple more minutes wrapping everything up and you head over to their tent. Open the flap. Uh, no one else in here. Just him. And he's sitting over by one of the tables pouring some drinks. Do you like something? No. <laughs> All this time I've been for a little Right, but thank you though. Anyway, they take their drink and go <laughs> sit down on their large kind of chair. I'm going to tell you something. Something I wasn't sure I was ready to say. But I feel like I am now. You have done well. You have improved far beyond any of my associates in all my years of this circus. But I also see something else. I see the spark of greatness. Spark of adventure. But I am no fool. I see a spark of wanderlust as well. You're going to do great things. And as much as I hate admitting it, you're probably going to do some of those great things out from under my shadow. I want you to know you are always welcomed here in our tents. But we understand if these sparks call you elsewhere. Thank you. And a bit of advice. Mm. You are very good at picking up the whispers. Use that. Absolutely. We're only as good as the leverage we have in this world. Mm. But you have always been like a younger sibling to me. You will always be welcome. He kind of raises his glass to you. Takes a sip. Make a perception check for me. Mm-hmm. 
That's a dirty 20. Yay! Best roll of us all. Certified Liz. In all the years... Seven days a week? In all the years of traveling with this Genasi, you've never seen them cry. Until this moment. Not sad. But accepting. He knows he can't keep you as his storyteller forever. You had to bed that night thinking about all that he said, all of his advice. Um, we won't continue to roleplay it, but you, you before you head to bed, you guys spend a few more hours just kind of talking, drinking, and just listening as he imparts as much of his world, his knowledge as he can to you. And you leave, feeling, yeah, not a sense of finality, but a sense of release should, as he said, the sparks ever draw you away. But Ohiana goes to bed that night, graduating from the College of Whispers. Nice. Oh, we're gonna get along. We're gonna be creepy as hell together. <laughs> you wake up the following morning, and as you kind of step outside your tent and stretch, you hear the sound of people shouting, and you hear Lucius shout, "It's a bomb!" And then after a moment, goes, "Never mind." <laughs> and then about fifteen seconds later, you hear the sound of. And you see this little tiny little dome roll up to you and stop. What you all see simultaneously in these moments is a Leona, a Romir, who instructs all of you to meet them. at a certain inn near the center of town later that day. Do you all accept? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. No. <laughs> I'm done. <bored>. No. <laughs> yes, I'm done. I will gladly. Okay. I'm tired of carrying boxes. Besides the coffin. I love that one. You're all called to meet at a inn slash tavern known as the Tilted Tankard. Tilted Tankard. I like that mm-hmm. one. It's a party tavern. Clearly. We're getting tilted. It's hard to hear what he says because there's so many bachelorette parties going on, but I'm sure it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you all make it later that afternoon slash evening to the Tilted Tankard. A vast, this is the largest inn establishment you guys have ever seen. About four stories tall. The first two stories is all the open floor of this uh, tavern. There are at any time 30, 40 people all kind of milling about having drinks, playing games, conversating. You all kind of step in. It's just past afternoon, so the morning rush of people has left the day drinkers have yet to arrive and the night shift is still several hours off but 
you all kind of make your way inside and one by one individually and begin to notice the other individuals that you've kind of clashed with the last couple days all seeming to show up at the same time. Mm. But you all begin to gather and take seats at a table that is currently occupied by one black and gray. Is it black, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, black and gray with the turning to gray? Yeah. Well... Black hair turning to white. Turning to white. Sorry, black and white. Uh, the black and white Leonin, known as Aramir. I see. I see uh, Kenneth and I yeah. go over and give him a hug. Out of the question. Hell yeah, buddy! You've been blinking, haven't you? Your uh, eyes look a little better. They are as vibrant as ever. Great job! I'm proud of you. Yeah, no problem. Keep it up. Will would yeah. like to know how Kenneth reacts to seeing a lion. Yeah, yeah, like, um, I will like, casually took that little. Uh, like, is that my dad's tooth on your neck? No, I don't. Listen, I don't know much about their kind. I don't know if they're descendant. That's a thing. Who yeah, right, who uh, did what with who to right, get them yeah. there? That's I don't. Fair, that's fair. Maybe Someone was my god have their likeness. Yep. Uh, yeah, so yeah, glyphs. Zeph, uh, oh, actually, I probably came straight from work, and, and I haven't really told Zeph and uh, Tabidi what I was working on, so they might not have seen a uh, seen old pothole since oh, yeah. since he got dunked, as mm-hmm. it were. Yeah. So yeah, everyone walks in, and you all can see following behind uh, Glyph is this tiny. What uh, what coloration is his medals? Uh, I would say so. I I think. It'd be basic for now if you wanted to. You yeah, can. yeah. I mean, it's because it's first first iteration, so just it literally is just steel. Yeah. You know, the various little, dark you know, gray. Yeah, the steel. only color I think would be like you know when brass rusts and it starts to turn that greenish color. Mm-hmm. That's oh hell yeah, the, the, some green kind of inlay. Yeah. Like yeah. You basically built them out of the crane apparatus. Ooh, yeah. They were called it when brass rusts. That's, no, that's no, a I panic like song. No, I like it. It's called a patina. Ah, yeah, it, it's got a lot of patina to it. So, yeah. What? Hi, Mike. Uh, pothole ran into some trouble, but he's alright. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, he's he's fine now. Uh, just are you okay? <laughs> oh, really? So never better, never yeah. better. I don't understand you, but I'm just in it in the general direction. I hope you're doing well, man. <laughs> no I want to show you something. <laughs> okay. Yep. I remember that I used to be able to do this, and he just. He, oh jeez! Yeah, glyphs out a couple of tiny little dainty daggers. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> all I did was save his life. You've got knives coming out of your hands. Well, I, I think you've got the balance a little off. You saved his life and put him in a, uh-huh. in a box. That's pretty amazing. <coughs> his is cool too. Shut up. Y'all wouldn't believe what I've been up to. I killed a. L- <laughs> A monster. A monster. Oh, so that's what you're calling them? <laughs> what kind of monster? Yeah, what kind of monster? Yeah, what'd you kill? I didn't uh, kill one nothing. With teeth. I, I couldn't be sure. <laughs> Hold on. What kind, was Whoa, it teeth like this? Was it teeth like this? No, they're bigger than that. Was it teeth like this? B- bigger still. Was it teeth like those? She's silent. Never. Means yes. No, I don't think it was. Inside check. Yeah, I don't have ah, damn it, natural one. Hell yeah. Plus zero. 
Save the app and up. He's got a lion's head on their shoulder for I, some reason. I don't. Okay. Yeah, she's got a new fur coat and it's just like lion lock. It's like, literally the lion's head. She's just like, I don't know I what it was. He sees them in their periphery and thought it's another Leona. He's like, hello, brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh the lighting in this club is way off. I think you mean meow. <laughs> so stupid. Meow, they're big cats. <laughs> Okay. Yep. So, uh, I guess we've all been called here by, uh... By me? Yep. Yeah, yeah I was just... I was tasked with calling you here because of my employer. Mm. Who's that, then? Yep. Uh, as that happens, you hear the sound of many, many cups <laughs> uh, landing on the table. And you can see uh, a woman. Her gray-brown hair... Uh, pulled back into a ponytail that kind of goes back and is linked with several kind of like metal almost like cufflinks all down the back to like oh, the right. middle of her back almost, almost. Um, <clears throat> her kind of leather and brass armor kind of like shining it's a it's simple leather che- like breast uh, breastplate there's nothing on her arms nothing on her legs um, but she sets all the mugs down and kind of stands herself up <clears throat> I did she walks over and takes a seat Thank you, Aromir. Yeah. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Galwyn. Galwyn Tolliver. Okay, just <gasps> wait a minute. Just for the sake of phonetics, could you spell that for me? Sure. Uh, you, her name is G-A-I-L-W-H-I-N. Galwyn. What are the odds of spelling it sounds? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. G A I L W H I N. Galen. As she's introducing herself, I like in my periphery just grab one of the tankers and put it in the middle as mm-hmm. you know, Pothole is trying to figure out how to pour one in the top. Like, no, no, <laughs> not gonna work that Pothole's way. Pothole's like a little kid at the <laughs> adult table, just like reaching up yep. for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> So they drop a bunch you of will you know need what? to figure I'll out how to give him ale. <laughs> Wait, is it ale? Is it just like an open top? Can no, 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 like no, it's not. One in there? It is like a, it's think like submarine hatch. It's got the <laughs> spin on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is there a subtle way to try to like no, loosen that? No, can't my be, finger? can't be secret because it's on the top and it's it's I'm pretty. Gonna do it. It's pretty tight. Cinch. <laughs> Make a slide of hand check. It's pressurized, so it explodes. <laughs> just like heard it's such a thing called a stroll. Oh, twenty one. Twenty one. Does anyone have a passive? That's twenty one. No, Mine's fifty twelve. <laughs> That's why I, d- I don't have a passive. Uh, you you slowly you slowly open the top and pour a little bit in there and watch as like the clearest liquid immediately becomes brackish and you watch as it goes and like runs off runs off realizing it made a terrible mistake. I look over. All right, so uh, we're going to create a list of things we're not going to do. First thing on the list don't is tap uh, the glass. yeah, mess with pothole. We're not going to mess with him. Uh, I don't think I messed with him. I think well, I well, he's messed up. Better. So you messed with him. He's um, happier for it. You've been depriving him of. Hey, can we give him our kids right? Okay. Uh, he, 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 ran, he ran behind the counter and tripped the bartender, <laughs> and it's gone. You don't work, right? <laughs> oh, that's going to be a problem. I did not screw that back on tightly. You might want to get after that. <laughs> so I leave the table to okay. go and check on my kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I smell like a whole ass adult, man. Ooh. 
I'm about to put a yeah. lock on. It's that. fine. You, he'll, he'll, he's fine. Cool, it's like just whole, like, not used to mixing. Do you want me to come or should I stay so I can catch it, you up? One of the waitresses walks in back over. Sir, is this your child? He just mixing life-giving fluid with ale just didn't bode well. It's a well. horrible it's, idea. It's not. <laughs> there's a little bit of a reaction. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Totally right. how fast the ale gets. <laughs> he didn't drink. He just absorbed it. It was yeah. great. <laughs> and this is a guy who's been used the the only ale he's gotten ever is whatever is flowing. Yeah, secondhand runoff. Second, yeah, second it's, hand, right. it's, it's yeah. been through a. It's been person. through a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, as that's all happening, you watch as this lady just watches, and you're sure they'll be able to help. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> hey, that guy's great. All right, he's never gotten messed up before, and it won't happen again. I don't know what. That's new. I've never seen that before. Very well. <laughs> it has come to my attention that you are all responsible for saving my family's cargo and for finding the one responsible for its mishap. I am grateful. Not every day I catch a break like that. Especially amongst some of my own. But you'll be happy to know that... Oh, crap, I lost his name. Hang on. Poor little rich girl on my right. <laughs> yeah, you don't catch many breaks. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I just need to fit. Finlow. Thank you. There it is. You'll be happy to know that Mr. Finlow no longer is employed in our family's house. One less union rep to worry about. Not a bad idea to me. Who was Finlow? You guys remember Finlow? I remember the name. No. I don't remember Finlow. Finlow was the name that uh, Snuff gave to you guys. Yeah. Or, oh. uh, sorry, Robert, Robinson gave you Finlow. Uh, Wait, isn't that the guy that died? Henry Fenlow? No. No. No, you killed Johnny and another guy. I can't yeah, remember his name. Fenlow was the one that hired them to do the job. Oh, I see. Which you told the portmaster, which, as Galen is explaining, once the portmaster delivered the news of Mr. Fenlow's activities, we were quick to remove him from our employ. <laughs> so again, you have my gratitude. Alright, this was a nice reunion then. I'm not finished. Oh. <laughs> I I just felt like someone should, should say something. Yeah, the air was kind of pregnant. What? Well, I don't feel it. Yeah. Go, go on. I have need for individuals with the experience and the talent to aid me in some of the endeavors while I am here in the Copper Cove. Naomiya tells me you all are capable enough. I raise my oh. hand. Yes. Hello, my name's Lucius. Um, pleasure. Uh, the pleasure's all mine. But, so, you're, you're, you're part of like a high house, right? Like, you know, Tolliver's and stuff. My family is House Tolliver, so, this is true. Okay, so, we are indeed very capable, but how do you feel about the, the M-word? 
Magic. Money. Magic. Oh, is it magic? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I take it some of you are not Mommy. from the Brasslands. Mommy. No. I mean, I, I am, but... Uh, not really sure. We were able lands. to get a magic pass. We that. are the Brasslands, right? And we do this really cool Ooh. high five together. <laughs> yeah, the kind three of thing. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even make a roll for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pop, right. Pop just like puts his little hands to the glass. Yeah. And the <laughs> no, you don't have to roll for it. We're oh, gonna. No, you don't oh. have to. You want, if you want to roll, we'll roll We're performance. We're not gonna. No, it. yeah, we'll absolutely. You don't have to. Perfect. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, it, it worked great. It was and beautiful. With this high five comes a surge of memories of other magic stuff we can do with our bodies. <laughs> and now Pottle has boosters. You're <laughs> looking. Um, Sorry. Anyhow, Galen. Uh, Continues. I would like to hire this lot to assist in some of my external affairs while I continue my work here in the cove. It pays well and comes with some leniency knowing that you work for a great house. Yeah, you hear a couple little bubbles and from behind me, I'm like, you know, that's a great point. Uh, on the subject of leniency and, and money, would it be like uh, like notoriety for these conquest jobs, as it were? Um, you seek fame, then? I mean, kind of just like a reestablished reputation. That's exactly how I, I put it. seek rapport. Also, that's another word for what we're looking for. With you. I would frankly like to claw back to my previous state of uh, self-assurance and confidence. What is the nature of these endeavors? Simple tasks, nothing that mercenaries or adventurers couldn't handle. Things that, unfortunately, are not within my wheelhouse, as it were, being that my orders are very clear. So, I need outside help, and my local security suggested some people such as you. It was mere coincidence that I learned that you were also responsible for the saving of my family's ship, one of them. I would like to issue my interest in this uh, partnership, but could you answer one thing for us? Of course. Why did Henry Fenlow hire the Pickertons to disrupt your trade? Do you want my honest answer? Uh, ideally. I mean, what a weird question. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, right? They're like, of to be fair, of like quarterly. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair they have a quarterly. Um, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> like, they have a background in court. Ship and stuff, you know, like they have to lie to each other all the time. It's are like you asking a people? Oh, okay, I thought you said courtship. It's like, are you asking if people are doing it again? <laughs> Me, I didn't ask that. He, he's never asked that. Is that a circus thing? thing? Yeah, it's it's a wake circus. Up <laughs> We're crazy. In the circus, it's a theater kiss. It's a theater kiss thing. It's exactly what I was saying. Who's making out a little theater again? Shh. Um, I need to get the laser. my crash. <laughs> It's the light booth, man. You know that's where it's at. <laughs> Galen kind of... <laughs> I... 
am not fond of the Union. Never have, never will. I fear they hold too much sway over some of the houses. I believe that Mr. Fenlow was not working alone. But call it superstition. For I could never prove it and Mr. Finlow has already been reassigned by the Union to another station. I got a question. So, what is your ranking in House Tolliver? I am the daughter of... One of the dukes of the house. It's more title than anything else. My brother holds a title far beyond mine. My brother is also an imbecile. Yeah, brothers can be. They often. Yeah. Were they, was always. he like firstborn or something? Or I mean, men. Am I in, right? in my immediate family, mm-hmm. yes, he is the firstborn. I am third, but. That's another story entirely. Okay. I have proven myself adapt at negotiations. That's very good. Something, a skill set that's way more uh, applicable at, at the as the head of the house, but sadly that's not the case at the moment. So I've been told. <laughs> she <was>. Also, <laughs> my family is set in the mindsets that Men are far more capable than the women are of doing anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're laughing because it's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit, yeah. That is so <laughs> My God, blink. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> there are times that our houses should be more like the others, but unfortunately, Tolliver is set in this old way of thinking. <clears throat> Hence the reason I don't have an official title. I work behind the scenes currently working on securing more air power for our transportations. I'm sure you know how Stolliver leads the nations currently in imports and exports, but we don't have the ships for it. So I'm working to secure some more of them. Your saving of my ship yesterday was a boon, for I feared it would be lost to us. But I mean, like, how thankful are you? Pretty. Thankful enough to hire you to do more work for me. But not thankful. Right, to the point. You know what I mean. You're right? trying to squeeze more money out of it? Or? No, no, man. I mean, like, we did already do some work. I mean, yeah, guys. I mean, but, like, I did out of it. I'd like to think of our previous actions, since we were fleeced by someone already, as having already been compensated for, and think of it more as a salesman sample... <clears throat> Ooh, true. That's a very to good point. What would you have us do? The first task would be a simple one. Prove you can do this efficiently, and there may be more work for you. <coughs> Alright, well, yeah, it's a simple plan, but what is it? There are farms outside of the Copper Cove. They supply food and 
other things for most of the houses. We transport them from the Copper Cove into Udall and other places. I've gotten reports that a grain mill that is owned by House Tolliver has ceased production for the last three days. We sent word inquiring as to why it stopped. Have not heard back. Naturally, my brother would leave this to the Sahavis and have them just send <coughs> their military over there to suss it out and break the fingers of those who would cross our house, but I feel a more subtle touch is what's needed. Go there under the directive and orders of House Tolliver. Ensure that the mill is back up and running. And I can provide you with compensation or anything else you feel you need. What kind of compensation are we talking here? Coin, obviously. That seems to be the most universal language of our, of our lands. Quite. Any specific amount you had in mind? Of course. I feel mm. an endeavor like this in a group this size, a thousand gold should be enough. Each or dispersed? In total. Okay. That's, that's Any, uh, in oh, wait, performance based back? incentives here? Did you get my money Such as? Because I was about to collect. Oh, really? Like, do, do this and I'll pay double. Uh, no doubt. Don't kill anybody and I'll pay you half. I would prefer death to be the last result, being that... That's important to know. You should have led with that one. Yeah. yeah, that's very important. These people work for our house, and the more people that die working for House Tolliver, the less likely people are going to work for our house. Yep. Yeah. So, so why it's an, bad idea. do you know anything about it? Is it like an insurrection that's happening there, or do you know if something else has been? You have no idea. So if no there's word. other things that are like bad forces that are like weaseling their way in, the, it's okay to kill those, right? Not the people that work there. If they're like, shit, we're done. You know, we'll leave them be. I leave that to your discretion. discretion. All right. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, let's just try to avoid killing innocent farmhands and stuff. That well, I'm always, I'm stuff. not trying to do that. Yeah, I know. I'm just... But know that if you're doing this, you are doing it under the house's name. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking my neck out, as it were. It's just like it's um, the reason we're asking so many questions is because people around here are very order oriented. So they are. They, you need to you need to be very close to the team. I mean, I I get the nuances, but I'm not sure about cold front or the. The alcoholic cabold over there, or hold uh, on, I'm not just gonna cut this off at the pass. He's not an alcoholic. <coughs> he made a mistake uh, and was enabled by a friend that he thought he had at the end of the table. Uh, so no, he'll be fine. And so one and done. Back on the straight and narrow. Uh, question also uh, in regards to working for uh, your house. Is there some sort of uh, Clearance or like some papers, something that if someone just gives us some guff, we can say, "Hold on, we're here with House Tolliver. We've got jurisdiction here to, uh, you know, punch someone in the face if they need it." The name enough should be applicable in most situations. No one would dare use a house name unless they truly had ties to it. Wouldn't I have something? 
You would, yes. You would have a you would have a pin. You you would have a pin from House Tolliver, which is essentially a uh, shield, the outline of a shield with a large kind of like uh, uh, old English uh, T, kind of like like very like well like very ostentatious design, but a T in the in the center of this like shield design. Um, but you have it kind of like set on you, so. Um, However, if more proof is required, and she kind of reaches into a pocket and pulls out another one and sets it down, I do have one more. Share it. I don't have enough for all of you, unfortunately. Right, I take it real quick. Uh, take just a minute with some of my tools. Put it on the uh, pothole. That's funny. Very well. <laughs> what is it? If this relationship, no. if this relationship proves to be a more Habitual circumstance. He's not a refrigerator, damn it. Shut your mouth. He's a precedent. Yep. If this relationship proves to be more habitual, perhaps we can provide you with a more substantial means of clearance. But for now, the name and she gestures to him, the badge should be enough. Okay. Um, do you so which farms are we going to? Head north outside of the towns, you'll see uh, the largest of the grain mills, should, and probably the only one that's not working currently. Okay. I'm sure if you ask, someone will point you in the direction. Okay, so real quick clarifier. The mission, go to the Copper Cove and head north, investigate the grain mill, restore production, and avoid killing if possible. <coughs> yeah. Nice. For a thousand gold. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote that, that down. For a thousand gold. For a thousand gold. For three thousand gold. Head north to the largest grain mill. That's pretty good. It's like. It's like. Like 111. Do we have a deal? Bingo. Yes. What does the second part say? Bike face. <laughs> Race. Race. You can find. Send word to Eromir once you have completed the task. Payment will be remitted to you upon completion. And who knows? Maybe this is the start of something. For sure. Do you have, like, uh. I'm just curious for a future. Uh, if I were to, like, you know, have a good relationship with you, would I be able to ask, like, do you have resources for, like, Forbidden knowledge and stuff. I know there's a stretch. It's just, I really need help. We got to look at the restricted section. Or like, I don't know. Like, if you have like, like a library that like, oh. okay. I don't have one on me. Wait. Show that no, make a persuasion check. Did you forget which campaign you're in? I was gonna say you're snip snapping into campaign Well, you see, too. you see, my patrons <laughs> are wizard, so. So he never strayed too far. I strayed very far. Is your patron a? Very dark skinned tiefling. I think so. Mm-hmm. No, so I believe it. Yep. With a friend that's a pissy little cat. <laughs> a thousand. I did not say that. All on it. Put him. Put him. Hey, if I'm pissy, it's because y'all made me that way. What the heck? You said like. Where you from, cat? Seventeen plus five. Seventeen. Does that pass? Because I can use my amulet right now. You smug little sack. Wow. <laughs> total, what'd you say? Twi- 22. 22 total? That's Flex very good. Omelet, right. um, <laughs> What's the only thing I can use it for? 
That's true. You can't use it in combat. Attacks of the omelette du fromage. You see Gaywin kind of looking at you. I'll tell you what. Prove to me that you are beneficial. And perhaps one day I'll invite you to our personal archives at Mecca City. At Mecca City? Okay, okay. Is that M-E-C-H-A? Nope. Damn it. M-E-K-A. I was hoping it was like Mech. I see. That could be upgrade pothole real fast. <laughs> Turn them into bigger pot. <laughs> but let's not It'll get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you have a grain mill to, per- to restart. And I have more business to attend to. Do we have a, a last thing? I know you're about to leave. Do you have arranged passage to the Copper Cove? Or are we going to just hoof it? You are in the Copper Cove. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Thank you. you Question answered. <laughs> the grain, the farmlands should be no more than half day's walk outside of the city. Let's go. On it. Let's go. It does make one wonder why she didn't just go check it out mm-hmm. herself, though. Good to go. Well, they told you why they didn't check it out themselves. Is it more... It's a four-hour walk. That means it's well, like one-hour I think it's more dangerous than she's letting on. Make an inside check. Okay. Ooh, we're about to fight some... We're about to Luigi's Mansion. Oh! oh. oh. Twenty, baby! Uh, oh, he's gonna text her? Inside plus three. It's 23. That's a net 20. Those are... I, every once in a while, I'll ask for the total, but I feel like a nat twenty should be like. We're not fighting a, like a legendary yeah, monster right there's, now. There's, for the most part, nat twenties are going to be pretty, pretty. Good. Oh, we're going to fight a death tyrant. Oh wait, no, this isn't a Will Moon campaign. We uh, I'll, I'll take you. Um, but as she stands, she kind of looks at all of you. Good luck. We'd be level two. Arrow man, mm-hmm. we have more business. And she kind of walks away. So if you, if there's anything you want to do beforehand, unless I'm you just definitely going to check her. and see if Aramir's oh. teeth are about the size of the one that I have kind of tucked up away right now. Are they the same size? His are bigger. Damn. His incisors are larger. All right. Okay. All right. I feel good about this. I'm a standing lion. <laughs> He's so the lion you killed was not like a large one by any means. It was a it was a smaller size, like yeah, a medium sized creature. I just don't know how his kind comes about. So like, was it his uncle? I don't. You're. You're a monster slayer. You would know it's not the same. Yeah, but thing. I ain't that damn clever. I'm still pretty young. I'm mm-hmm. learning. I would give you that. I would give you that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, you think it's a larval stage? I'm not that much. Ew. Top balls. He's growing little smiles. Using the same logic, you also don't yeah, believe he's... I mean, yeah, you could... Yeah, yeah they, sure. they just know to contact you because yeah, you're the, you're the middle guy. So. Uh, but Arumir <laughs> follows her. Had 100 <clears throat> and you guys are given... Yeah. Given the directive to... <laughs> head off to a new job opportunity. And that is where we're going to end tonight. Oh, pick up in 2022. Next year in 2022 when we wow. figure out what happens next. Yeah, the, this next thing's going to take a minute, so I don't want to I want to roll us into the yeah, initiative so end of the night. So, thank you guys for thank you guys for playing. And thank you guys for listening. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll see you all next time on the Wild Magic School Bus. Good night.
Thanks for listening to the Wild Badges School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we did making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcasting platform you use. And while you're there, leave us a review if you want. It actually helps us out. We've got socials, too. You can follow us on Reddit at r slash wildmagicschoolbus, send us a subtweet at wildmagicschoolbuspod, or follow our Instagram at wildmagicpod. Either way, stop by and say hi. We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time. Will dies. We broke Will with three L's. Will, you're Will. coughing. Would you Will. like a handful of dry nuts? <laughs> I ask Kelsey the same question all the time. How would a hand? You know what? It's fine. Sorry. Wow. My wife does not deserve any of this. Like, you do not deserve your wife. She could have married a lawyer, dude. <laughs> Thank goodness for baggage, right? <laughs> Jeez, Louise. That is... Oh, wow. That is something. That is something. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Okay. I didn't expect you to say something so truthful, you know? That's like, that's my thing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.